Hello, and welcome to Cosmic Crit, a Starfinder actual play podcast. This is Rebecca here to welcome you to today's show. CritterCon is happening April 23rd through 25th, and this, right now, is the last week for GM signups for Paizo-supported tables. So if you guys can commit now to hosting a table for charity for CritterCon, April 23rd through 25th, your scenario will be provided to you for free. Head over to our Discord for more information. We also have our third Monster Mayhem Challenge active right now. You can create and submit an original monster for the Cosmic Crit crew to encounter in a future episode. Check out our website for details at CosmicCrit.com. And now for episode 176, Independence's Day. Episode commencing in three, two, one. Episode initiated. It's Christmas Eve in NYC and one detective's date is interrupted by a genetic awakening that threatens to destroy the city and all life on Earth. Join us as we dive into Paracrit Eve. This is your GM Patrick here a.k.a. your gross mitochondrial monster welcoming you back to the podcast and transforming into a rat uh, from a rat into an even grosser Cronenberg-like disaster rat. Uh, Join me in cleansing the city streets with fire are my fellow detectives and genetic stabilizers. To my right, she's ready with an injection of Medicine 4 to heal you and DNA bullets to harm the enemy. It's Rebecca rolling with Xenia. Hello. Across from her, using a rocket launcher to destroy a giant crab. All in a day's work for Drew delivering Echo 7. Just like my third birthday. To my right, riot shields won't help this NYPD uh, when a T-Rex gets reanimated and attacks. It's Tyler dredging up to Basho. Yo, yo, Patrick. Across from him, if you go into Central Park, you better have this ultimate sheer and bean there to protect you. It's Jabert playing as Trest. Hey, hey. And across the digital table, if you don't water your plants, they can transform and become unruly. It's just like Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening. Hey, guys. I don't want to talk about oh. Parasite Eve for 10 minutes, please. Please, no. Uh, <laughs> look what Sorry. I got right, right here. Oh, I can't even see it on my thing. I have a Japanese copy of Parasite Eve, too. Oh. Right next to me. I love those games. I, I just I love that time period in, in gaming in general. I feel like there was a lot of imagination, a lot of innovation and everything just, I don't know, not to, not to wax too poetic about, you know, the, a retro age, but there, there was stuff that felt a little bit more boundary pushing and a little bit more exciting than some of the games that we get now. Well, you got AAA studios now that are making mega hits that need to work on like five different continents and when you do that, you kind of take out a little bit of the, the crazy fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> out of, uh, I mean, and there are still amazing imaginative games being made today. I'm not saying that there's not, but there's just, there's something magic about, especially Square Enix or Squaresoft mm. at the turn of the century. Um, yeah, I didn't want to talk about Parasite. But I want to talk about Starfinder before we started playing Starfinder this week. Talk a little bit about how crazy this book has been. Um, you've met Mindscape versions of past friends, fought off literal metaphors, sacrificed your minds and bodies to a bug crown. You guys, uh, we still have a, a healthy chunk, I will say, a healthy chunk of book five of Thurston Hillman's book five here still to go. 
So I was uh, want to ask you, where do you guys think we're going next in the mindscape? What what bosses do you think are lined up for you to fight here? Uh-huh. I could not even begin to guess at the, the answer to this. At this question. point, I wouldn't be surprised if the end of book five was we just literally came out of a Bob Ross painting into no, our, no. our world. Like I, I, I think I think the end of book five, we just have to fight Thurston. That's it. That's the final boss. Thurston is the final boss. When he's a baby, and he's yeah. like, but he's like six exactly. stories tall. Go back in time and defeat baby Thurston, so you don't have to play this book boss ever baby, again. Boss baby uh, Thurston uh, wheels around in his his chair to see the five of you as players, not as characters, just show up and like I've been expecting you. But if you can if you can get your hands on him and pick him up, he gives you a plus five to any roll you make. <laughs> well. We'll call it thirst bound. Mm. So I'm, I'm guessing that the God host will be the ultimate big bad of the whole campaign and will be, you know, the big bad in, in book six. I'm wondering if this, what we face uh, in the coming episodes could possibly be a like um, hive mind version of that God host, like a mirage sort of God host kind of thing. Um, But something not quite as strong as the real thing. But um, yeah, something akin to I, I, I it. I think it's going to be something more abstract, like like the like we're going to fight like the embodiment of the consciousness of all the swarm. Just like I mean, I I, 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 I feel like this has been such a weird mind trippy thing. I feel like the ending, the whatever the final boss of the book is, is going to be something very abstract and weird and and oddly intang- intangible. The, but, the, this whole yeah. experience has reminded me of a couple of episodes of Star Trek Voyager where they f- came across these Borg that had split off from the main collective, but in order to cope, had kind of formed their own little mini collective. And I'm wondering if that's mm. if that would factor in like this. Like we, we're in the main swarm mindscape here, but we could break off some of these people into their own separate isolated not quite as well i say deadly but most of these people in here are already dead uh <laughs> swarm mindscape mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mindscape mm-hmm. zero something like that a lot of predictions here let's see if we can get some of them to come true this week on the episode but before we do let's talk to sprouts barlow and find out what happened last time on cosmic Crit. so zinni and i were featured in echo's final vision that of us fighting the swarm in the ruins of what looked like to be new Grok on Altranius. Turns out the swarm play turns out the swarm plays mind war games with its own free time, recreating architecture and opponents for it to eviscerate. Unlike its battle playthings, though, Midnight Squad wasn't going down without a fight. We fought off some revulsers and were thanked by the crown asking for another sacrifice. I stayed behind, while the rest of the squad took a bit of a hit. Now it's back to the refuge to get independence to tell us what the prompt we do with this crown and where to aim this Hylaxian weapon. This week's episode starts with you guys on the deck of the Sidewinder and you see at the entrance to the refuge, independence waiting for you all to return. But as the ship gets closer and you guys can disembark, you realize it seems the entity independence is almost frozen in time and in kind of like a meditative stance. And as you draw closer, the, the Kutron ideal kind of notices you and, and while not uh, stiffening it, it, its posture um, as you get to the entrance says, uh, 
Guardians of the Crown, welcome back. Please tell me of your journeys. Tell me of your fights to empower the weapon of Hylax. No. Do we have to? They are. <laughs> I, I have to be honest. They were not very fun. Um, I, I understand you all must have sacrificed yourselves greatly to, to the crown. You, you seem hurt. You seem tired in need of mending. Yes, there's only, I think once we reach the part where our minds were transferred into that of a biological ship out in space, I think that's when we all kind of hit our limit in terms of stuff going on. Independence will kind of like come up and almost worship uh, over your shoulder there. Echo uh, the crown uh, is well. Actually, who's wearing the crown now? Zinnia, uh, uh, I think. Yeah. She'll go over to Zinnia and you know, not touching it, just you know, kind of admire it. Say the the crown. It is so beautiful. Our our goddess knew that we would need something like this in time, and so created it. And who knew that it would be you five that were able to bring it to its full power here in in this desert. We left it all out there on the field. That crown may be beautiful, but it also carries a little bit of, apparently, each of us and our capabilities with it. Right. Because of that, before we continue on to the, the final steps, I I do want you all to to get a night's rest for your physical forms, perhaps trade in the bazaar for what you'll you'll need to face even greater threats. I I have used my powers to place the refuge in, in kind of a a time bubble. The enemies of Hylax have already begun mobilizing though. I can't hold this form of temporal interference for long. You all must prepare for an agent of the Malign Union. They, they will have followed the crown's energy here, and soon you must fight to protect it. Uh, behind you, the, the entrance to the Hylaxian refuge doors, they, they bust open, and Seneca has... Uh, Anderson also, you know, taking command of the Sidewander. She enters in behind you all and will follow you into the refuge and says, it's time to stretch my sand legs. Uh, make sure you all don't get into any more trouble without me. And you guys can can head on to the bazaar. We, we've talked a good deal about purchases you wanted to make from last week to this week with the amount of soul bucks you've uh, you've accumulated. Soul bucks. Uh, summoning the idea inhabitants with a stroke of the gong, there is a, a different air amongst the warmongers and salespeople here. Uh, Echo Seven, the Amranton idea sales folk, kind of take you aside and and ask, you know, is is it true? Uh, are are the swarm coming to this refuge to make war? That's what they tell me, Pilgrim. Are, are you all going to be able? To to, to fight them off. Well, what, what should they do if they try and erase us from this place? There are no definite answers now, but know that we will do our best no matter what. Uh, they seem pretty concerned, and, and mind you, these representations here might be a little different from some other 
thought forms is these these are like the trapped souls of of Amranta um, people that uh, that never got a chance to to get back to the the soul battery. Um, but uh, unlike that, Jordan Mark, uh, <laughs> the ideal Jordan Mark, comes up to you after he sees a, a, a group of other purveyors here, maybe spreading some rumors and and looking somewhat afraid. We'll call out and say, listen here, folks. These are the best soldiers this war has produced. Uh, they survived the Bernoan Death March and took the fight to the swarm and, and figured out a way into this swarm's mind to attack its nervous system. You don't need to be afraid. It's the swarm that should be shaken in their chitin. And we'll uh, we'll come back over to you and, and start getting you equipped and says, a little fluff never hurt anyone. It's good for morale. By the way, the SCF better put a medal on each and every one of you for, for what you're putting up with here in the Mindscape. Hopefully after all this, the SDF will even be able to uh, afford medals. If they uh, believe our story at all. Uh, Jabert, he will, uh, as as you are getting suited up and in, into your, your new set of armor in, in the back of his shop, kind of take Trest aside and, and say, uh, Oh, soldier, I... I knew your wrecker had to have some some emissions in it. A career bug like yourself ain't turning hide and and running from the swarm. Uh, I knew you were the shearing that needed to bring together this this ragtag operation of a you got a scientist, a defective robot, a sick trucks, and a tourist plant. But you you melded this team into something more than just a squad. You all fight like one body, one mind, one fist striking at the heart of the swarm. We do what we can. Who does he call a tourist? <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll give you a punch in the arm and say, let's get Midnight Squad ready for the fight that lies ahead. Weapons, armor, whatever you guys need, let's produce it. We'll do it. <laughs> and I, I click clack on the last plate of armor. Yeah, this is definitely montage mode. You guys are mm-hmm. uh, hopefully buying some some good new Tech weapons. Is, is anyone got a new weapon? Nope. No, I got my new weapon last round. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people did. Yeah. So beefing up defenses before you go into this next. Oh yeah, baby. Next phase. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got I've got a, a couple purchases. Um, one I kind of want to I kind of want to talk about when it comes up. But, Ooh. But yeah, okay. definitely getting some new armor. Excellent. Uh, same. Uh, getting some new armor and a little little fusion for the old the old whipperoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, what else goes on here? You guys, like I said, have time to to rest up um, overnight, and um, as far as night is concerned, here <laughs> you so, just go to a, a dark side of the the refuge and, and rest. So before before we turn in for the night, uh, I just want to remind the listeners out there that that we this is our second tour of the the bazaar and and being able to to stock up and and Devasho chose not to spend many of his mind bucks on stuff for himself and uh, and decided to to spend them on Echo Seven and Echo realizing this, realizing that this is going to be maybe the last time they get an opportunity to do something, decided to to take some of his remaining mind bucks and and get something for Devasho. Uh, though I would remind you that Echo 7 may not be the most... Um, he may not know the right thing to do at different points. So, uh... <laughs> uh 
Tavasho, I have something for you. Uh, why? You've piqued my curiosity. I, it is, I am interested to see what you think, consider a gift. Echo seven. I understand that gifts as appreciation for things is customary, and I present you with this. I believe in many cultures, it is called a license plate. It does, however, have a, as close to your name as I could get it. <laughs> so you give me so is this really a vanity plate? Like a no no fools? It's one, I have it's registered a, your your butt in it, my heart. It's a mini. Mm. It's a miniature one. It's a miniature license plate from the Mindscape Bazaar. Oh boy! Uh, it says Davisho because he couldn't find a Davasho. That's as close as it gets. Like a board license plate. You live in the DMV of my heart. <laughs> what idiot names are kid Davisho? What are you talking to me? No, I was talking to my son Davisho. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I mean, so Davasho takes it, and I think there's like there's that moment where you just where it's almost like. When Kibasho has been through this many times, it's like when your kid does something you just don't expect them to do, and you stand there for about a second and a half going, what? But, but you can't say that out loud. So I, yeah, he, he takes it and he goes, well, I mean, thank you, Echo 7. I I will display this prominently in, in my room when we are through with all of this. My kids will be very jealous that I have something so customized. <laughs> I just want you to know that you have meant a lot to all of us. Thank you. Uh, and it's very kind of you, and I I really do appreciate that. I, I really do want all of us to make it out of this so that we can celebrate together and, and maybe get back to a semblance of normal life before the war. Um, yeah, if you guys are geared up, licensed, ready to, to operate heavy armor. Uh, <laughs> you can return to the gifting chamber, um, return back to independence. But as you get through the, the doors there into the, the large dome chamber, there's a loud crash that echoes through the refuge, followed by your chittering, perhaps the, the flapping of wings. There's a look of surprise and terror that crosses independence's face. She says, we we have the connections full attention now. It it has stirred the entire mindscape against us. The refuge it, it, it is surrounded. I, I sense creatures, components of, of the malign union has, has somehow physically been pulled inside this realm. They've breached the front door with that. Independence kind of falls backwards and is, is caught by what seems like a, a beam of energy and raises into a trance, perhaps a few feet off the, the ground. Uh, make, make me a mysticism check, folks. See if you recognize. Does game recognize game? Ooh. Game recognized. Somebody's recognized. Not ham water. Dang. Um, pressed. Not only do you recognize this, perhaps you can can sense what is happening here. Floating in the air, you 
recognize this is exactly the kind of trance Zelenon was in back in the Temple of Hylax, back in book one. Uh, beyond that, you sense that this Kucharn independence entity is in direct communication, is in, in some kind of uh, seance with the Forever Queen herself. And you can see the comet that is above the gifting chambers, um, single single hole in the ceiling, kind of glowing brighter as, as this is happening. Uh, Seneca grabs her rifle and, and holds in her two good arms and says, you all go be heroes midnight. I'll, I'll see, see what that commotion is all about. Uh, I'll look after this one, make sure nothing peeks its ugly head through the skylights. Very good. We, we rely on you, Seneca. Clip, uh, clop, clip, clop. That's me running down the hallway. Yeah. Is there any action you guys want to take before you you pop into this next next chamber? Uh, it, I'll get out all the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Ready. Yep. Ev- ready. Everything. Um, is there yeah. any? Is there any way that we can tell what's on the other side? I guess we don't have any. Uh, if the door is closed. There's nothing we can do. Um, no, no, no. Um, maybe maybe there. some battle mind link lesser. It's up to you guys. Oh yeah, we should do battle mind link for everybody. Yeah. Uh, do you want to I'll do, do that? Let's see. Is that remind me how that works? Does, does can you link three people together with that? Uh, ye, the the crown links three. Your spell okay. links two. So okay. if we're going to use the crown, then we're going to be able to link up. Um, uh, whoever's the crown wearer is, and then our two slowest people. Yeah. So Zinnia is wearing the crown right now, and I think do we want her to keep wearing it, or do we want somebody else to wear it? Sure, that's fine by me. Okay. Head. Because you're the most mobile, we figured that you might be the best person to wear it for now. Well, I can also use reactions to uh, uh, help people with skill checks, which yeah. is good. Um, um, yeah, I actually, at my last level, I actually traded out Battle Mind Link. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, uh, so Rebecca is I the have... resident uh, Battle Mind Link person now. <laughs> yes. So uh, I would ask that Devosh will be a part of it and then whoever we want the third person to be. Okay. Uh, probably Echo. I don't. I don't know. Well, because it's an initiative thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I would. I would honestly say, like, we need Sprouts to be pretty high up there. For he has a massive bonus. Yeah. To initiative. Uh, if he's got a yeah. massive bonus. Then never mind. Um. Well, so so remember, you share the uh, the roll, not or the number on the die, not the. End result. Although you also get plus two to your bonus as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So ha- having having our two uh, operatives involved in that would be pretty a plus because you both oh, get like a super high chance to go first to be first. Okay, cool. Yeah. So gotcha. we're gonna okay. do Zinnia, Sprouts, and Devasho. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off by making some initiative rolls at the end of this next room. I, I rolled an 18. How come whenever I battle mind link, I rolled super high on my dice? Wow. Well, Which I rolled I, a 20, so. Oh, <laughs> oh And I rolled a one. So this will be fun. So the three of us. Uh, t- Gosh, why am I not? Wow. Roll 20 is really ra- laggy tonight. Um. <laughs> yeah, okay, so came very late for me. <laughs> weird. Uh, so natural twenty for me and Sprouts and Devasho, and we also get a plus two to that on top of what you would normally get. Oh, well rolled. Well rolled. I do what I can. I wish that would happen on attack rolls from time to time, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this could be the night. So I'm sorry. It's, it's a plus two normally, so. 
Miles, you're at 33. And then... And I'd be at 34. 34. And then who's the third? Devasha. I changed my 24. Yeah, he changed his. Okay, you were at 20 before. All right. All right, well, pop you guys down the hallway here uh, into the the main um, receiving chamber where... Uh, it is a bit of a scene. Uh, as you return to the entrance, you see the front doors have been busted down from the outside and standing in front of them, slowly make, making their way downward are two large swarm bruiser creatures giving off, looks like steam, almost radiating heat. Um, behind them, oh. you see a rapidly closing magical portal the the fringes of which are yellow and blue and at its center you see the the telltale architecture of the temple at the center of the forever reliquary maybe just for a, a moment see a frozen tableau of of uh, Tuvan the priest fighting off the swarm on the main dais while surrounded on all sides by swarm components but these two in the center here indeed seem like the first creatures you've seen in the mindscape, not made out of sand or crystals of the, the silvery sands, but these are two flesh and blood chitinous swarm creatures. Tall, lanky, purple beasts with squid-like heads and two middle clawed fingers that extend about half of the length of its, its huge body. Uh, let me get let me give you a good, good look at these guys. Some new swarm baddies. Oh, are those two little cute? Are those like little wings? What are those little cute things coming off its the top of it? Oh no, it has uh, like cute? four extra claw arms. Uh, oh, they're body. they're very cute. It's a pretty color. Yeah, get real close to them, Tyler. Let's see how let's see how cute they are. I'm imagining they can do some disgusting like grab rake action that I'm not going to enjoy, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Alrighty, um, yeah, they've they've moved on through here, and we are in initiative turn order. And you battle linked Natty twenty folks, believe it or not, going first. So starts off Zinnia. All right, Zinnia would like to try to identify these strange, strange creatures. Oh, I bet you would like to do it. Is that life science? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Hey. All right. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's a forty-two to identify. <laughs> Three bits of information about the, and I was, I, was, I really didn't under, I, I should have asked a Paizo folk for the pronunciation. Uh, these are Ceratorum, um, C E R E T O R A M. And these are indeed large, evil, chaotic, evil, monstrous humanoids uh, in the swarm. Um, the, you know, the, the greater swarm minds here. Uh, what what uh, pieces of information would you like to know, Rebecca? Do they have any special attacks? <clears throat> they have special abilities and two would fall under attacks. Do you want to know both of them? Uh, yes. Oh, boy. Buckle up. Uh, creature stuck. Uh, struck by the uh, Ceratorum's tentacle attack, must make a fortitude save or have some of its biological matter siphoned off and take an additional D8 uh, piercing damage and it regains double that damage back to it. Um, so don't get within its tentacles. And then uh, that's called consume. It's super. Do I know the range on that? I mean, it's, it's melee. 
attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It also has a, a magical, uh, a supernatural ability called Remote Pulse, and it can use a reaction when a creature fails against its mind thrust to immediately cast Synaptic Pulse as a spell-like ability centered on the target of its mind thrust. Synaptic Pulse is a bad enough spell by itself, but basically casting it for free. It um, stuns all creatures for a round. All creatures? Uh, Within range. So Synaptic Pulse is actually... A level three spell. It's so we want to keep our distance. Sounds like. Well, it, well, what? And it says what it fails against its mind thrust. So this is so this. Is, so first off, mm-hmm. yeah, this first can off, cast you're mind thrust. A, a mind thrust. A pretty nice yeah. So we're taking a high level mind thrust, and then if you fail the will save, which it's a good thing a bunch of us don't have negatives to to will yeah, save minus three to will save. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you fail that, then it's also going to get to use. Uh, the pulse ability on everybody or anybody close enough to that person. I, so. Yes. Xenia would know that it's probably best to put some distance between one another. Yeah, Xenia is yeah. staying far, but far you, away. You have one more piece of information before you start this turn. Um, does it have any resistances beyond just swarm immunities? No. Okay. Good. Uh, swarm mind, immune to acid, and fear effects. I cannot believe these things do not have DR. They look like they should have DR, folks. <laughs> no, these are these are you know they got they got the magic spells that you hear about, folks. That's true. I know, but they look they look like bruisers. These are bruisers enough that t- seeing two of them, it's like, so this is the the last fight of the book, right? No, <laughs> no. no. This guys. Uh, oh, you know, they kind of look like mind flares from D anD D on roids. Yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> roid well, flares. Uh, so much of the swarm <laughs> reminds me of um, Warhammer forty k um, uh, alien enemies, or or the the aliens. The crazy aliens from StarCraft, you know, they're just they're big bruisers. But these ones also have psychic abilities. It's crazy. Uh, Zinnia, what would you like to do in face of that information you're able to pull? Uh, I think we need to take these things down. She is going to fly up a ways and forward just a bit. So um, I'm going to be how high are the ceilings here? Uh, about 50 feet, I want to say. From Okay, like, I'll the say she's, she'll level. fly up about 30 feet off the ground mm-hmm. and forward a little bit and take a shot with her laser pistol at the one that is uh, at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, yeah, they're both on the, the stairs right now. Um, stairs will just be uh, regular movement. If you're moving down one of these levels here, I think it might be a little bit of difficult terrain. So like 10 feet for um, one of the five feet moving down. They're just like huge, huge steps between the uh, like three rings of this chamber. But not for me because I'm flying, right? Yeah, just saying for okay. in, in general, these these other f- footed folk. Great. All right, make that make that attack. All right, so that's a that's actually a CR 15 or uh, no 16 or lower because I mm-hmm. successfully ID'd these guys. Oh, yeah. Um, and an 18 on the attack. Oh no, That's that is a, a mess against the AC. Too bad. Even flat-footed. Um, okay, Sprouts Marlow, we are on to you next on 
Echo Seven Shoulder. All right, so Sprouts, uh, one of these big boys, is close enough that uh, Sprouts is in in range. Oh no, you moved it. Um, What's your range? Uh, it's uh, sixty, but for some reason my my map had had one of these guys moved up for some reason. Nope. Um, That's where they've been, but uh, you can you can move closer. Or just take minus two penalty. Being outside that first range, you're coming. Um, no, Sprouts is going to move closer. He's going to kind of leap off forward and target the, the nearest uh, gentle creature. All right. And make sure he is in all the old range. So you're moving down to like the second platform. Here. Okay. Yeah. And he is in range. Um, so he is going to take a shot with his... Uh, Semi-auto pistol. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. With a random trick, let's see it. Let's see it. Oof, CR4 lower. Ouch. And an oh, a natural one. That That's also pretty bad. Oh, no. Pretty Both pretty bad. Oh, and there's so much red on here, so it's, it's very low dice rolls, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Miles. Uh, critical fail from the Crittermanders or from the official script deck? I, I got I gotta love my Crittermanders. Here Got's comes the rain again. For a range attack. It's been a while since we had a Oh no. Oh no. Submitted by CJ. What you doing to a CJ? Friendly fire. Your shot accidentally hits an ally. Oh, no. <laughs> instead of the intended target, any and all tricks and buffs uh, and special effects you were attempting. Still apply. Thankfully, no trick uh, on this, but 17 points of damage to a random ally. Me. Uh, Sprouts using those rare boomerang bullets that go (laughs) back at you. Go back at you. (laughs) Uh, It's a classic crit fail. All right. So go down the the list here as your shot goes awry. It does hit uh, Trest. Oh, shoots right back oh. back at Tress behind you. 17 points of kinetic damage. Ouch. Sprouts looks at his gun very confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like you, you know, maybe maybe you take a, a small rock and as you're shooting, just prick, shoots right behind your head. Oh, two I I, misses from operatives. Uh, I think I've actually mentioned on this podcast before, but there's a fun... Um, Halo Combat Combat Evolved mod on PC, which messes with all the guns. And this kind of reminds me of what the mod for the pistol is, which is that it shoots backwards into your face. It's so bad. (laughs) It's it's, it's very good. If you haven't seen a video Uh, of it, you should go watch it. Devasho, your your stealthy uh, pistol-wielding allies have have not put a dent in these these swarm yet. It is, is your turn. As part of the 20 rolling squad here. Yeah. Uh, if I had something that allowed me to ignore difficult terrain, would it would it ignore the speed decrease of these steps? Oh, uh, no. Well, what, what do you have? Uh, I have my Solarian Revelation. Uh, yeah, I feel if you if you had that rocking on, you could just kind of zoom down these steps almost magically. Okay. It, it's, you know, it would be uh, in 
impossible to 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 fail athletics check. I mean, uh, to uh, to to climb up these steps or maybe just like a couple feet tall. So uh, going down, especially uh, you're at the top of the 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 room. So I'll make it's definitely a lot easier to just kind of skip down them. Okay, cool. Then I will. Mm, uh, I will do that and swamp. Getting within uh, range. Getting within range as a move action. I surge forward. And then we will make a strike with. Oh, what do I want to hit you with? I'll hit you with the shield. That's All right. More fun. Running across the room by yourself now. Does a 30 hit your KAC? Bringing up the shield and banging into this one. That is a hit. Oh, 28 points of damage. Okay. First bit of damage on this one. You're cracking into it. Chitin is not happy about that one bit. Cannot act yet as we are on to Trest next. Jabert. All right. All right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I am a little far away at this point. I do have a little bit of a jetpack, which is a good thing. Um, generally speaking, I want to go forward in their direction. Um, I'm going to dig down deep and cast a spell, I believe. Ooh. What spell? Um, speaking of mind thrust. Oh, no. Mind thrust. Oh, against one one of these two? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's crazy. I get my swarm mind ability. Yeah. But uh, what that means, I can do, do, do. Oh, roll twice, take the better. So basically, a little luck on this one now. Bit of luck. Let's Come see on, bad there. luck. Yeah, let's see. Let's there see two is. twos. I want a double right. two. Yeah, the DC on this is 20. Ooh. Oh! One of them would have been a fail, but oh, no. uh, this one is indeed uh, an 11. That is going to be a success. So half damage, but right. still a significant amount. You're doing level three. Uh, level four. Level Whoa. four. Way too much. So 56 divided by two is 28. <gasps> Dang. Almost as much or exactly the same amount as uh, Tyler on his, <laughs> his attack. That's not that's not bad so, at all. Trust got to do it from like 50 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> Oakley, Doakley. Uh, all right. This one's still not bloodied as we start its turn. And what are they going to do? What are they going to do when you're this close? Okay. They actually have... The mine thrust is 25 feet plus five feet per two levels. Okay, that will help as I bring out my measurement tool and hide it from you all. <laughs> this GM's up to some shenanigans. Shenanigans, indeed they mm. do. These guys indeed do have... Um, uh, maybe maybe you can see a little bit of it in the art, but they do have uh, small wings that appear from their back because they do have a slight fly speed. I can just imagine old like Mario creatures where they just jump and they have the like a flap, 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 and they just land hard on the ground. Well, that's like chickens, right? Chickens kind of fly like that. 
Or penguins. Yeah. They Wait, penguins don't fly at all, do they? I mean, they they fly if you push them out of plane out of a plane. <laughs> all right. <laughs> wow. I don't know if they fly Cosmic as much. Cosmic does not condone penguin as, murder for planes. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> all views expressed by Jabert are let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's start their turn off. This one that was behind hasn't taken damage. It's going to move forward, and it's going to try to mind thrust a trest. No. A trest. I will. Anything in the middle can. of the room. All right. Uh, oh. 22. Ooh, that's a success. Oh, thank nice. God. So no synaptic pulse free. Thank goodness. But I'm still taking probably a reasonable amount of damage here. Uh, You know, it, it's not that bad because... Um, Is that a level uh, three version? It's only level one. Oh, whew, oh my just, heavens. Just, uh, that's wild. Okay. It's a level one uh, mind thrust. And, so uh, six points. Well, they can also. And then, then it kicks off a level three effect yeah. if it succeeds. That's they wild. they also can do that as many times as they want. Right. It's, it's so. at will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do, do, do. Don't like it. Uh, Tyler. Actually, no, he's just going to. This guy will guard it, step back away from you. Oh, uh, and before he uses his his Excellent. fun ability. <laughs> Can you make me a fortitude save? Uh, let's, I mean, I will let the dice decide. Can I dice? No, I cannot. Four on the dice. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay, that is going to be a fail as you feel a blast of almost necrotic feeling energy, uh, dark, greasy energy hitting. Oh, I have to make a, a, a ranged EAC. Uh, it's going to hit your chest. Yeah, I've rolled an 18, so obviously, obviously going to hit your chest. Uh, and you are immediately exhausted as the condition. Half speed, can't charge a run, minus three to attack, damage, armor class, reflex, initiative, strength, dex checks, uh, just about everything. Sounds great. Hey, Tyler, were you taking into account the bonuses that you get for all the things that are in your notes? Yeah, they're built in. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, the, the stuff that's in the, I mean, even I, I, even if I did account for every, let's say those notes were all real, I still don't think I'd meet the DC. All right. But, uh, that is that is their turn as this one has blasted you with this dark energy and uh, that will be their turn uh, and bring us uh, to Echo 7 at the bottom of the turn order. Ah, uh, it's about time. Drew, what did you uh, you roll the 10 on your initiative? It was a natural one. It was not the best I've ever done, obviously. Oh, no. Oh, so, oh you've, you've got a plus 10 on your initiative. Oh, boy. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wish I'd been involved in that uh, <laughs> metal that, mind link. <laughs> that that triplicated 20. That would have been great. Uh, but uh, I'm going to shoot because I think I have a clear shot to the to the sort of southwestern one of these baddies. I'm, yeah, you pretty much have a clear shot to both of them if you want. Uh, which is the one that's taken damage so far? Is it the southwestern one? I know it's the one that's still on the stairs that uh, Debasho was attacking, and then that, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack that one then, um, and we're gonna use some heavy fire. 
All right, a single blast. I like it. Get a little extra damage on that. Oh, yeah, you do. It's a 32 to hit. A hit, of course. 35 points of damage. Just 35. Uh, yeah, is my yeah. math wrong? Yeah. What's your strength no. bonus? Uh, it's five with the uh, with yeah. the new armor. Oh, oh, I was looking at your attack roll. Uh, yes, your damage is thirty seven plus five, thirty five, and I'm not not gonna mess around tonight. We're just going straight calculator for these <laughs> damage addition rules. Okay, so uh, I've calculated that one now is looking bloodied after a massive plasma ray blows a hole through its side. It's got beat by a shield. It's got some psychic damage. Uh, turn to Zinnia on top. What you want to do, Rebecca? All right. Uh, I'm going to keep at it with the one that has stepped off the stairs. Uh, yep. It's on like the second dais uh, level across from Sprouts Marlowe. <laughs> All right. Um, I am still 30 feet up in the air above the second dais and we'll take a shot. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's too slow. It's like, maybe we'll give you your tentacles. All right. That's a CR 16 or lower on the trick and a 27 on the attack. There you go. There's a hit. Yay. Um, That does 32 points Ooh. of damage and it's flat footed. And um, I am also going to take this chance to use my once per day ability since mm. I finally hit to inflict pain on this guy. Ooh, what's that do? Oh my. Um, so it's inflict pain just like the uh, just like the spell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Like the mystic spell. Yep. Um, so I can cast inflict pain, which um, uh, targets up to one creature per level. So I guess both of these would be targeted because they're within 30 feet apart. Oh, no, 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 that's mass. Sorry, I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, so is... just the one. Um, so uh, yeah, it imposes a negative two penalty to ability checks, attack rolls, and skill checks. All right, well, let's introduce you to my good friend Swarm Mind Link, as this one will roll two will saves and pass with a 19 and a 20. Oh, no. So Don't worry. So it still, it still lasts for one round. It does, yeah. but yeah. it has saved. Yes. yes. Okay. Very much so. Wow. Um, <laughs> welcome to uh, Jabert, aka uh, Tress World of Patrick rolls rocks and cosmic crit for saving throws. Apparently, <laughs> well, one round is better than nothing, amazing. though. I mean, like probably you know, at least it didn't good that it. I didn't use those for attack rolls. Uh, yeah, yes, that too. But, yeah. Still a hit and uh, damage on that one that hasn't been hit yet. So, Sprouts Marlow, we are next on to you. Okay, I am. I'm going to take aim at the the southwestern one as well. Any just attacked? Yes. Okay. Um, because he is within my range, and here we go. Um, there we go. CR 14 or lower, but a 17 to attack. Natural toot. Unfortunately, it's a miss. I'm sorry, Miles. I'm sorry you roll trash. Devasha, we're up to you. Okay. Boy, am I going to be mostly worthless for a lot of this, but <laughs> I can only move 35 feet now. And is it, is it, wait, you move at half speed? Is that right? Yeah. Wait, your move speed is 70? Good Lord. 
I told you. That's crazy. I told you before we started I wanted <laughs> I to be fast. I wasn't listening to you, Tyler. I, I don't listen to you when you talk. <laughs> listen to me no more. Yeah. No, I have a 70 feet movement. Only uh, 35, he says. <laughs> he knows that that's still more than my normal. <laughs> don't listen to him to this show. So you're saying you're you're exhausted, uh, Devasho? <laughs> Tress is just exhausted, Devasho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to cost a movement to get up these stairs, potentially. I, I would say the stairs are a normal movement. Can I? Maybe, uh, maybe sprouts its difficult terrain. But let me, let me see if I can. I, I, I want to show you this line I'm making. That's 35 mm-hmm. feet. Can I get to this square or this square going in a straight-ish line? Is there enough space in between these these no. two creatures to do no, so? There's, there's only five foot. You have to move through one okay. of their square. I didn't know if one of the tiny the tiny wing one was like up in the sky, sky still. Or no, he's, a tiny, he's just a little tiny wing hovering over the the same area there. Okay, then let's. I'm going to use tidal rush to or tidal surge. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, but that only allows me to move half my land speed, which would be back to fifteen. Hmm. I'll just take the attack of opportunity. I'm going to move behind this creature. Mm-hmm. Taking an attack from this guy. We've not seen its attack yet, but obviously, uh, Patrick's got to go for that that tentacle attack. <laughs> Let's try to get this going off on Devon. I'd I would love to see it. Uh, eight on the dice. What is your armor class exhausted? My exhausted armor class minus three to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally it would be 31. So minus three is going to be 28. Yeah, I miss us. All right. And uh, against Casey, right? Uh, yep. I yep, didn't yep, know yep. if you had some acid tentacle or something <laughs> I had to be wary of. All right. Nope, well, nope, I'm, nope. I'm going to try to bash you with a shield. Okay. That's, that seems on brand. I think so. I feel like it represents Devasho's culture. 28. Ooh, that is a hit. 30 points of damage. Ooh, that's a lot. Do, do, do. And uh, hold your horses, good sir, because uh, that is going to be enough to uh, drop this one after your guys' sustained oh, yeah, boys. One down, one to go. Um, yeah, swift action. I have a re. I could use my battle leader ability to issue a battle cry, mm. but my battle cry heals SP. Oh, but it's only when I think it's when somebody else drops a creature. Does anybody have SP damage on them? Tress does, right? I do a little bit. Let me like six points. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I also have seventeen from Sprouts. <laughs> oh yeah, forget about that. Sprouts has done more damage than me <laughs> this combat. Yeah. The triggering ally regains stamina points. So not not, not, a not in this situation. A uh, so nope, oh. I don't have anything left. Trace, we're on to you. Back to you. Right. I was thinking about using a restoration to get that exhausted off of Devasho, but Devasho seems to be doing a-okay. <laughs> if, I, if I had hit with that tentacle attack and gotten some uh, HP yeah. back for that guy, he would have still be up, but uh, you, uh, he had... 29 hit points left. So, Ooh, boy, not so much alive right. anymore. I think I am going to charge in on this guy right here. 
I will allow it. You, you might have to like actually go like underneath him almost, if that makes sense, because he's like up a up a level. Um, you're, oh, I'm, you're, I'm sort of flying, sort of at the same oh, level as you, like this platform. Over then here, that's so. a good point. Then you are flying straight over to him, uh, and you get to make a take of opportunity. All right, against you. No, he's five. Foot, this one's five footed. So no. no oh, thank goodness. <laughs> we've, we've gotten one operative attack off on him. So. Yay! Flat footed and pained. He's pained from an attack. All right. I think I'm taking a minus. Is it minus one on a full attack or on a charge? Uh, no, minus two. two. Minus two on the attack. All right. Whoop. Oh, good lord. Oh, <laughs> 15 no. on the attack. 14 um, on the dice is a miss. Yeah. Four on the dice. Yeah, four on the dice. Four and a plus one day at 15. <laughs> Uh, sorry, sir. What? Uh, and that's moving. The that, that's your t- whole that's turn, a, right? Yeah, that's a full Ooh. action. Yeah. Well, uh, good news is you can make an attack of opportunity because it's going to continue its movement, uh, its fly kind of around the room here. Get another second attack. Uh, twenty-three. Ooh, that is a hit. Oh, hey, thirty-one points of damage. Oh, okay. So that one is bloodied now. It's going to try, um, try and make a spell attack here. And while it it uh, gets a free bite, oh, should I try to mind thrust get that free one again? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, let's let's try it. Um. Can you make me a will save Sprouts Marlow? This is for a level one mind thrust. Oh boy. Natural 19. Nice. All right. So no synaptic pulse. I got greedy. Uh, Only seven points of damage. Miles Sprouts fighting off my mental attack. Uh, Okay. Echo seven. Back to you. All right, who, baby? Let's see what we can do here. Um, hmm. Do I want to risk two shots with a flat-footed fool? Double shots, double the glory if you kill it. I think old Echo's going to play it safe, but we're still going to do heavy fire. Boo. That's it. 29 to hit. That would have been a hit, even with minus four. Yes, uh, so hit. <laughs> say thirty-three points of damage. <laughs> just, just bring that home. Uh, okay, is he's still up? But oh boy, he could have easily been taken off with say one more attack. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not after subtracting five from from this from heavy fire. But that's gonna uh, leave the the glory to Sprout tomorrow. No, wait, no, uh, Zinnia, who's next at the top of turn three. All right, we'll see if Zinnia can do it. All the glory to Zinnia. Oh, there we go. Oh, she does it. That's a 30 to attack and a CR 16 or lower on the trick. Zap, zap, one clean laser bolt through its skull and it is dead on the ground. These bodies don't go anywhere. They are just rotting carcasses now. Oh, Zinnia is so excited. She rushes <laughs> over to take samples. Zap, <laughs> zap, splat. All the samples. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boy, howdy. 
Boy, howdy, I wish I got to Synaptic Pulse once, but nope, this combat's over. <laughs> um, as they, you know, let out their death rattles, you can hear the howling of winds and the roaring of more massive creatures outside the refuge. The walls of the building are shuddering, uh, you know, occasionally kind of shake and, and dust, silvery dust will kind of fall down the walls. What would you guys like to do? Do you want to step outside and take a look at what's what's doing this in the sandstorm or uh, take some time? Does anyone need to take 10? Yeah, I'll take 10. When am I no longer exhausted? When is Devosham no longer exhausted? Mm, good question. That is a great question. Um, if it is a long time, I can drop a couple spells to get you out of it. Uh, if you guys are taking 10 minute rest, I will say at the end of the 10 minutes, it is it has run its course. Trust cast coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am back to my full potential. <laughs> uh, Zinnia volunteers when we are ready to emerge to sort of scout things out and try to sneak out there and see what she can see before everybody else follows. Sounds good. I mean, outside, uh, the, the doors have been like busted off the the front of the refuge and you just see churning in on itself silvery banks of clouds blocking vision further than maybe 100 feet uh, in all directions including above the sky has been blotted out occasionally perhaps you see shadows of, of swarm creatures moving within these clouds kind of circling around the refuge like a cyclone the figures seem to be Joining in what sounds like a single keening wail that just threatens to, to over overtake the storms, winds, and the, this ominous howling sound. Um, but yeah, are, are you guys uh, readying up, getting getting your armor back, and getting ready to confront whatever it is out here? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw a little spell around. Um, I'm going to cast a shield other. On Devasho. Ooh. So. Uh, what does that do? That is. So it only really comes up when you get into HP damage. But. I'll be sure to do that as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can take half of your damage um, when you get into HP damage. And so. That's awesome. Yeah. So oh, I got to gotta spend an RP to actually cast the spell. So it's sort of sort of a, a thing but it's like you can sense the darkness that you're you're walking into tress can can feel it in their antennae yeah i'm trying to think if there's one more spell i want to do here mm-hmm. um so, uh, you, you can think about it because uh you, you'll have some time as you're you're walking out perhaps in sorceling um between your hand and your 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 sort of of, of energy your 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 child learning the same magic <laughs> incantations as you're you're casting them on yourself and your allies. I'm I'm, I'm indeed going to cast Mind of Three right now. What so, is mind? What is Mind of Three? That is actually one from the Forever Reliquary. Um, oh right, right, right. It is uh, you basically split your mind into like sort of three different sort of components? Um, allows you to. Um, uh, compartmentalize sort of like 
you know, negative mental things that happen to you. So you, you took roll a you, failed caster check. You can you took the sacred teachings of the forever reliquary and stole them for your own. I'm, I'm putting them to Hylax's use. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Splitting your personality in three. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I like, all right, well, that, that's a good to know. Keep that, write that down. Cool. Um, as you guys are armored up, shielded up, bring your weapons out and, Perhaps we see you guys reloading as you move to face this storm, sensing perhaps what is about to happen and to counteract this gloom surrounding it. You notice the refuge behind you begins to to glow with a bright light accompanied by a hum, uh, a, a droning hum that evokes kind of harmony and peace and the sand near the, the building's walls begins to swirl in tiny vortices, uh, each rising a few feet in height. And, and slowly these whirlwinds of sands, very similarly as the mindscape creatures are formed, begin f- forming shining simulacra of, of different insectile beings. Sheeran, trocks, uh, formians, uh, some sporting high-tech weapons and armor, others looking like barbarians with cudgels and axes. Uh, they step uh, forward behind you all in a veritable army and uh, moving between them, you see in these ranks of spirit soldiers, also some members of the bazaar decked out in their own weapons and armor led by Jeldamarek, who says, uh, you didn't think we'd let you have all the fun defending this place, huh? It is good to fight at your side once again, Jaldamarak. <laughs> Let's give the swarm something to think about. Uh, suddenly there's a buzzing roar as these mindscape constructs out in the storm kind of surge forward, uh, as well as the, the constructs of the refuge uh, charge in front of you to, to meet them and, and clear you some space. And you guys can rush into this battle as portions of the light encompass the five of you, and you are all filled with a magical calmness and warmth. Um, but as you're you're charging forward, you hear independence in a hurried voice speaking directly into your minds, uh, and, and kind of everything slows down around you to a crawl. Once again, you feel yourself under the effects of their power. Independence says, I, I have existed within this place for uh, in one form or another since the dawn of the malign union, you know, as the swarm. But I have only truly lived since meeting the five of you. I, I had hoped that one day through Hylax's blessing, the Kucharn would return to her graces, abandon their hostile ways. I fear that will never come to pass, but independence still does exist. It can be found in the Sheeran who've escaped the swarm's grasp, in the Trocks who've taken up positions as the shield bearers of the faith, in all the rest of you who would fight so valiantly to stop the swarm from its consumption of the galaxy. The glowing around you all intensifies to a near blinding level as independence continues. And you see the swarm out in the the the, the storm here kind of pushed back by it. My presence here is no longer needed as 
the real champions from the material plane who uphold what I've held to be true have arrived as I disperse. I impart unto each of you an understanding of this mindscape. Use this power to stop the connection, to save your world. And fear not for me, as I am sure Hylax will smile on this sacrifice for the greater good. You all push forward as a huge wave of energy from the refuge envelops you. feels like a surge of power as you realize you are gaining new abilities, new powers to alter the properties of the mindscape on a personal scale. You all instinctively know what these are, how to use them. And as, as you, as you gain these powers, just uh, a moment later, Seneca charges out of the refuge fighting alongside you, these glowing insectile beings from within the storm. And, uh, yeah, as you charge into battle, you feel these new powers inside you. Indeed, you can test them out as you go to war with the swarm mindscape creations. Many of them much lesser swarm components, but you know, hundreds and, and thousands of them. So you're taking out dredgers and vorfoma, just slicing through these these small things. Bang, zap, boom. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go through all these uh, powers in total, but you guys have random, not random. You, you, you don't all have the same powers, but um, you have the same suite of powers. So I'm going to put it in our, our Discord here for you to take a look at them. Uh, Echo 7, uh, two Mindscape powers. One is called Alter Gravity, another Surge of Power. And then there are two others. Oh, Devasho also has Alter Gravity as well as uh, Sprouts. Um but another one that you two get, Ego doesn't have, is called Instant Recuperation. Trest, you have as our spellcaster here. Recharge spellcasting as well as Surge of Power. Tanzania, Instant Recuperation and Surge of Power. And as I said, you all instinctively know exactly what these do. So I'm going to put these rules in the Discord chat as well as I read them aloud. But Alter Gravity, you understand what it means as... A move action for a minute, you change your subjective gravity and you can act in low, standard, or zero gravity and just kind of float around. Instant recuperation is a move action, basically a spell where you regain 46 stamina and HP. Just boom. Uh, recharge spell casting as a move action, regain the use of a spell slot at least two levels lower than your highest, um, just immediately. And the surge of power is you can add 1d6 to result of a single d20 roll, any d20 roll, that takes no action. Um, cool. So how many times per day are these, did you say? So each of these swarm builds, I think you could do after a 10-minute rest. Cool, cool. Yeah, so basically once per combat. Okay, that's pretty um, cool. But the, the older gravity lasts for a minute, so. It's pretty rad. Uh, right, so um, mark down which ones you've gotten. I, I think I gave Alter Gravity to everyone that doesn't have a jetpack at this point. <laughs> uh, and as you continue fighting the swarm here, there's a massive swarm creature kind of calling out through the, the storm. And, and you realize both the swarm components, these lesser entities, and the 
entities made of light fighting on your side kind of part ways making a, a bit of an arena and what sounds like like an elephant and a t-rex screeching comes through the silvery winds and you will see stepping forward into this windy battlefield a creature towering 30 foot above the ground is kind of slithering forward on a long snake-like torso with two massive claws on his appendages, 15 foot long and a maw that has four large hinging jaws and, and razor sharp teeth. And once more, instinctively, you just have the information in your mind. This is the Hive Mindscape's avatar, a defensive champion that has been sent here to destroy you all and the crown. It reaches out into your mind psychically and exudes a, a fearsome aura. Its words stinging you to the core as it cries out to be continued. Whoa! Oh, I just got one response. Never mind, that didn't work. I wanted my knuckles to crack on the microphone. It didn't even pick just, up. You just hit your microphone. W- would have been real cool. Oh. All right. We're starting that out next post. week. Next week, uh, Drew's got a minus two uh, uh, will save. <laughs> it was cool will save. Uh, yeah, no. Big baddie next week. You guys have, have cast your spells and now gotten some new abilities to try out. But yep, that's for next week's episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, until then, guys, thanks for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for sticking mm. with it. <laughs> you definitely don't want to miss the end of book five. There's so much crazy stuff. Uh, but until next time, thanks for listening to Cosmic Crit. We'll see you next time. Everybody. Adios. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.